This is Kyle Brown with the Superintendent Radio Network. I'm here today with Brian Vincasey. He's one of our GCI columnists and the president of Irrigation Consulting. How are you today, Brian? I'm good, thank you. Good. I'm excited to have you on the show today specifically because of your expertise in irrigation and we wanted to start a series today on irrigation itself on the golf course and why it's important. Let's just go right to that then. Why is it important to know what's going on with your irrigation on your course? As most superintendents know, irrigation is probably one of the most valuable tools and necessary tools that they have on their golf course to help them maintain the conditions that they want to contain. So in order to do that, you have to have an irrigation system that is properly operating. There are systems that operate very well, and there are systems that operate average, and there are systems that operate somewhat poorly. So the trick is to recognize what you should be looking for if your system is not operating as it should be. So there's a couple of real important things right off the bat, and one is certainly pressure. Sprinklers operate at an intended pressure, and if they don't get the pressure that they want to, they don't operate very well. They don't distribute the water as evenly. You are forced to put down more water than you need to, and that becomes hard to manage. So one of the first things you want to do is make sure that the sprinklers are operating at the pressure that they were intended to, and there's a couple of ways to do that. Certainly the simple way is to just go to the pump station and, and see what the discharge pressure is from the pump station. And depending on your golf course and how flat it is or how hilly it is, that number is going to vary quite a bit. If you're on a relatively flat golf course, your sprinkler system is going to be running somewhere between probably 90 and 120 pounds. If you're in the north and part of the country, your sprinklers are probably supposed to operate at 80. So at the pump station, somewhere in the 110 to 120 pounds might work. But if you're out west, especially in the southwest, those sprinklers have a tendency to more operate at the 60 or 60 pound level. So coming out of the pump station on a flat golf course, you may only be operating at 90 or 100 pounds. If you're not on a flat golf course, the pressure is going to be substantially changed by elevation. The more elevation you have to overcome, the more pressure you're going to need to come out of the pump station. If your pump station happens to be at a high point on your golf course, which is rare, water also likes to flow downhill, so the pump station is usually at the bottom, uh, you gain pressure going away from the pump house, and therefore you may have too much pressure. But the best way to do it is to take a pressure gauge, put it on a quick coupler key, and go around and start sticking it into various quick coupler locations on your golf course, usually at the greens. Look at your high green, look at your low green. If your sprinklers are supposed to run at 80 pounds, your gauge should be showing somewhere around 90 or 95 pounds at a minimum, or they won't regulate down to 80. And so you want to make sure that you have that minimum pressure, but you also want to make sure you don't have too much pressure. If you have over 150 pounds, uh, you're going to be in trouble because most of the manufacturers will only warranty their case to 150 pounds. So you want to make sure the sprinkler is in the right pressure range. And then the other big thing with sprinklers that people overlook is for them to be level and at grade. If your sprinkler, especially an older sprinkler that doesn't have a high pop-up height, is, is coming up and being interfered with by the grass, or if it's not flat and throws water at an angle, uh, it severely affects the uniformity of that sprinkler and, and how it puts down water. So you want to make sure you keep your sprinklers at grade and level. And I know at a lot of golf courses that's a maintenance item, and it's not a high priority because people don't have time, but you'd be amazed at how much it influences the way the sprinkler puts down water. A sprinkler that is unlevel or not at grade will disrupt the uniformity much more so than just having it spaced incorrectly. So 
check your pressure, check your sprinklers being level and accurate. Those are the first two priorities probably to make sure you can have your system operating well. Could you explain why uniformity is important to your irrigation system? Well, uniformity, when we talk about it from an irrigation standpoint, is simply a measure of how uniformly the sprinkler system applies water. A sprinkler on its own isn't very uniform, but a sprinkler in a group of four or five or more sprinklers can be very uniform. The more uniformly the group of sprinklers applies water, the more efficient, you might say, it's going to put that water down. So you will run them for less time. The less efficient they are, the less uniform they are, they are going to take longer to apply the same amount of water over that area. So if we like to measure uniformity as a decimal, a good uniformity and a very achievable for uniformity for golf is 0.8. Many golf courses may be in the 0.6 or 0.5 range, and so that's going to take another 20 or 30 percent more water to water the same area because the uniformity is poor. Uniformity is really based on the irrigation equipment in terms of the type of sprinkler, the spacing of the sprinkler, the pressure the sprinkler is operating at, and the nozzle that's installed. Some of those things you don't necessarily have control over as a superintendent because in honesty there are some sprinklers, especially older sprinklers, that were manufactured back in the 60s and 70s when the manufacturer didn't care about uniformity because the industry didn't care about uniformity. and So the bad uniformity is basically built into the sprinkler. So the only way you can mm. fix that is by buying new sprinklers. With newer sprinklers, uniformity is a high priority for the manufacturer, so as long as you have spaced those sprinklers correctly and nozzled them correctly and put the right amount of pressure on them, they're going to be very uniform. You can measure uniformity doing a cup test, which some uh, golf courses know how to do, others don't. Uh, the GCSA offers a course on how to audit a golf course irrigation system. But the cup test is one way to actually get data and to measure what the actual uniformity is. Now, when we talk about uniformity, we usually always have to talk about efficiency also. And they're different in that efficiency is more management related. As the superintendent, I have much more control over the efficiency of my irrigation system than I do over the uniformity. I can have a system that operates and puts down water very uniformly, but if I run it for too long a period of time and put down more water than I need, and I lose that water either to runoff or deep percolation into the soil, then I'm being inefficient. And I'm being inefficient because I'm managing my water incorrectly. You can have a system that is both uniform and efficient, but it's impossible to have an irrigation system that is efficient and not uniform. If you have poor uniformity, you're inherently going to have poor efficiency. A lot of people get the two terms mixed up, but uniformity is basically a function of the sprinklers, where efficiency is more of a management function. Keep in mind that our system is never 100% efficient. We'll always lose some water between the sprinkler and the soil where the water is being stored. Opting for good efficiencies and high uniformities will help you use less water and keep you with a more consistent playing surface for your members or customers. Speaking of efficiency in this case, by uh, paying attention to the irrigation system and working on improving those parts, what can we change? There are easy things you can do and, and harder things to do. Easy things to do is make sure the sprinkler is level, make sure the sprinkler is at grade, make sure that the sprinkler is turning. Make sure that it has the right nozzles in it. If it has older nozzles that aren't very good, there are third-party manufacturers that make 
what they call nozzle retrofits, and you can put a specially engineered nozzle into an older sprinkler and improve its uniformity by doing that. That's a relatively inexpensive way to do that. In California, currently they are rebating both the cost of that nozzle and the labor to change it from the water purveyors if you're on a municipal water supply to do that. If that doesn't work, then it gets a little more expensive because you have to change the sprinkler itself or mm -hmm. change the sprinkler spacing, which means you're moving sprinklers around and now you're going to run into some higher costs and certainly more time and energy to accomplish better uniformity. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up for today? No, I think that'll do. The important thing is, as I said before, most people don't realize is keeping your sprinklers level and at grade is a really big deal to make sure your system is operating correctly. All right. I think that's a, a really good start, just to start on the basics of irrigation. So I really appreciate your time. Thanks for your help with this, and we'll, we'll keep going with this next time. Great.